I learned from my own life that this is the only way that things can actually happen. I don't know, maybe we'll make this a two-parter or something. You know, we've gotten through three of them and it's, it's rocking and rolling now. We'll see. If this is you listening to the second part right now, awesome, we made it a two-part episode. And here we go. I hope you're tracking with me because this stuff, you know, my brain is really in a funky place today because it's been a mentally taxing couple of days. And I say that because I've been raising capital to do something now and it's taken about a half a billion, sorry, half a million dollars. So $500,000 is what I needed to raise in order to accomplish this thing, which I'll tell you about sometime in the future here this year, probably in just a couple of months. And the last $75,000 of that I just secured over the past two days and it was mentally grueling. And here I am talking to you today because I, I just like doing it. I like throwing things at you that are helping me so that hopefully they help you too. All right, the next one that I'm going to talk about here. This one I have talked about, actually, there was a whole episode on this a while back. And I talked about how the work-life balance is really stupid. And there's a lot of coaches, a lot of gurus out there right now that are talking about the same exact thing because I think it's catching on. I don't know if I started it, but I didn't go out there and hear from somebody else when I was thinking about it. Why? Because I learned from my own life, that this is the only way that things can actually happen. Maybe when you're in a job, right? A nine to five, which is cool. You're thinking, oh, well, I have my work time and then I go home and that's my family time or that's my home time. That's my friend time, whatever that is. That's how you feel like that work-life balances because you've got these designated times a day where you do certain things. I get it. It kind of makes sense. I lived that for many, many years. You know, it could be the case, but that's fine. People also say that I don't want to bring work home with me or I don't want to bring my family stuff, my junk that's going on at home. Maybe you've got a horrible marriage right now and things are just not cool at home and you're saying, I don't want to bring that to work because that's kind of like my escape. I don't want to think about that at all while I'm at work. I can understand that logic. However, it's almost like you're giving yourself this multiple personality disorder by doing this. I know because I was a dude that did it too 15 years ago. Follow me on this, all right? If you're only thinking about work when you're at work and you're only thinking about home when you're at home, how in the world are you going to advance either of those? Did you catch that? If you're only thinking about work at work, and you're only thinking about home when you're at home, how are you going to grow either of those super important things in your life? Why do I ask that question? Because if you're at work only thinking about work, you're not thinking about how you're going to take your wife out, your girlfriend out, your boyfriend out, whoever that night or the weekend or Valentine's Day or wherever it is, and you're not trying to figure out how to advance your career at work for the purposes of everything else in your life. It's a little bit selfish in the wrong way when you compartmentalize these things. Now, dudes, men, this is this may be a little bit more for you because th- there's this analogy I saw a long time ago, which is kind of true in that... The, the psyche of men versus women 
is kind of like waffles versus spaghetti. Now track with me on this. Waffles, right? They got the little compartments. My my son, my oldest son had chicken and waffles for lunch today at this amazing diner we went to. And the waffles have these compartments. When you pour the syrup on the waffles, right? The syrup kind of stays in those compartments unless it overflows and goes into the next one. And then that's just a, a mess and it tastes good, whatever it is. But generally speaking, you've got these little boxes in your brain, men, where things tend to stay. And it just makes more sense for us sometimes to keep things in their own little compartments where they can be dealt with in like bite-sized portions. Because you can cut, how many people cut waffles up into those little squares? I don't actually. I, I cut through them. I go all around them. I just chop up the waffle for a good sized bite. But there's probably people out there that cut the waffles up just in those little squares and eat it square by square. Fine. That's cool. You're weird. It's all right. I do some weird things with food too. You're with me. Moving on. Women's brains are a lot like spaghetti where the noodles are just going all through each other and one thought leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, then trails back to the second thought and then it goes all the way back to the first. You're following me, right? If you've ever gotten into an argument, men, if you've ever gotten into an argument with your girlfriend, your wife, whoever, that's a woman, maybe a best friend, whatever, that's a woman, isn't it crazy on how one item, which is a subject, right? Because we're in that one compartment of our waffle brain, that one subject can all of a sudden lead into these 27 other things that might have happened sporadically over the past 10 years. Now, I say this with hilarity because it's funny to me. My wife does this too, Jaina. I'm like, come on. I mean, my, one of my big things is like, stop generalizing. But at the same time, I don't think that's actually fair. Don't tell her. I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. I don't think that's actually fair to ask her to stop generalizing because in reality, Women pay attention to more stuff and notice the intricacies of different events and situations and thoughts and how they come together into this whole thing of life a lot better than men do. They just do. When you're looking at these different areas and you're starting to think, oh, I've got my work life and I've got my home life and that's where I like to keep them, you might be doing something wrong. I'm just saying you might be in the wrong job or you might be in the wrong home life. It's completely possible because all of these need to affect each other in order to advance either of them. One way that I did this, I started seeing myself traveling more as business began to take off and just do crazy awesome things going on TV, all these others. You can listen back to, I think it was episode three, which was Balance is Stupid. I started grabbing... A kid of mine, I have three kids, to come with me across the country to go into TV studios and go figure. My daughter gets asked to go on a repeating show down in Florida that's on a syndicated Fox show that goes out to like 165 million Americans. This is something that we're working on actively right now because I integrated her into what I was doing now. My son, my, my oldest son, Richard, he comes with me to my branding agency, my, the people that do uh, actually produce this show right here, all in with Rick Jordan and do all my social videos and everything when I get them the contents. He comes with me there and learns how to do videography and how to produce shows. It's awesome because that's an interest of his too. And now he's advancing that. If I just kept my work life how it is and separate and all to me, 
I would be doing a huge disservice to the rest of my family. There's about 80 million more examples on how I do this too. Even just proximity. If you have to go to the drugstore, Walgreens, CVS, whatever it is, just take a kid with you. Keep them involved in everything that you're doing. Work is home and home is work because you have one life. You don't have multiple lives or multiple personality disorders which you can create by keeping those things separate. And I know some of these things because there's police officers out there and they do something that the majority of us could never do. Are there corrupt ones out there? Yeah, of course there are. Come on, be real. That doesn't necessarily talk about the general population of police officers. Now that I go on that little rant, that little squirrel rant, that was more like a rat rant, whatever. Squirrel! That's how I feel about it. Support law enforcement. Now, coming back to this work-life balance, because it's such a tough job, and these guys and girls see things that we don't typically see, that's tough. That's really tough. You go home to your wife, guys, or you go home to your husband's girls or, or partners, who, whatever it is, and you saw some real shit that day. It gets tough. All I can say, because I've never been in that scenario. I've been through some tough things, but I've never been in those scenarios. So I can't speak to that. And I feel you and I appreciate you. However, let's find some way to integrate those two. Because, uh, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, let's go typical scenario here, right? If it's, if it's a dude, if you're an officer and you saw something really bad that day, and you're married to the right woman for you, I bet you that woman's going to want to be there for you and go through those things with you. Because let's say you had to pull your weapon and you had to kill somebody in the line of duty. There's specific therapy for these scenarios. I know that there is because I know a lot of police officers. I also had a physical security company. So I probably know a little bit more about the stuff and the situations you go through than you might think because of some of the things that I've had to do too. Now, you go through something like that, and I know there's specific therapy to help you with those things, but if you're separating that too and you're not including your wife and what you're going on, your marriage is gonna fall apart. It just is, and if you're married to the right woman, the right woman is going to wanna go through that bad day of work when you're a police officer with you the same as my wife did for me when I was on my deathbed. It's the same as an illness, as a near-death experience, whatever, because instead of being physical, it's mental. Regardless, you're in a place and this is what these relationships are for. I told you at the beginning of the episode that this whole episode is you know, advancing your career, advancing your job, starting that new business, being an entrepreneur, advancing that, whatever, but it's also for advancing your relationships. If you don't make your life, one life, work home, all of it together, it's going to kill your relationships. It's going to kill your career because they will all negatively impact each other if you keep them separate. Whereas when they are integrated, they can lift each other up and support each other, especially through those rough times on either side of that coin. Somebody really needed to hear that that's listening. I know that. And I'm so happy that you did. 
I'm going to keep moving on because that one got me a little emotional and it was kind of emotionally taxing too. I hope you picked up the part about law enforcement because that's genuinely how I feel about it and there's nothing better than the the non-corrupt ones. And guys, the corrupt ones are just so tiny. This is not a political statement, but this is just like anything out there. Come on. Really? You know, you think about church pastors, right? Because I was one. The majority of them are really, really awesome. But you hear this one thing about this one pastor, and it's because of what they do, and all of a sudden it tarnishes the whole freaking thing. That's just how it is and how life is. So have a good head on your shoulders and just think logically and not like an idiot and understand when you hear these things, it's a minority. It's not like the cops across the country are rising up against America. No, it's not that. Law enforcement is there to help us. And I appreciate every single thing that every single officer does on a daily basis. That is how I'll always feel. And if you don't feel that way, then you need to just go somewhere else and go live in a freaking different country, okay? And I'm, I'm getting off that now because I'm going to get passionate again about that. Anyways, we're moving on, keeping it happy. Woo! Yeah! Another drink of water. Here we go! Woo! Oh, this is a good episode. I'm loving this. Now, the last one I got for you today. This also has to do with burning the net a little bit. But it's more about when you make that decision. Because we talked a little bit before about actually making the decision. And you have to accept the truth about where you're at in order to make the decision. You have to lose negative people so that they don't keep you stuck where you're at right now. You want to live healthy because that gives you the fuel to continue to move forward and accomplish all your dreams and crush them. And you need to integrate every aspect of your life so that they don't hurt each other but actually help each other. The last one I'm going to give you today is about that fallback. Now, you, you may – we talked a little bit about the side hustle. And, yeah, well, I don't like that. I understand why some do it and they start there. As long as you don't stay there long, it's all good. But the whole point of that is understanding that it is forward motion only. That's your only option. There is no falling back on anything. Why? Because the last one, number five, is no backup plan. This is about being all in. There's no dabbling. There's no trying. You are either all in on your failures or you're all in on your successes. And the only way to be successful is to fail. You're going to fail. If you get over that now, the faster you get over that concept and how that is reality, that you are going to fail. It might not be today. It might not be 10 years from now. It might be 20 years from now. You are going to fail understanding that even failure is moving forward. There's a hashtag that's trending right now, hashtag fail forward. That's what it's about. You've got to keep moving in that same direction. There is no ever going back. There's some people I know when they look at losing weight, they keep their old clothes, their old big clothes. Now, I went from a size 42 jeans down to 33s when I lost weight. You think I kept those things? No, as soon as I fit into the 38s, those 42s went away. I wish I could have had like a burn party for them or something because that was the point. If they're not, that was for me, whatever you have to do. But for me, it was if they're not in my closet, 
I'm going to be naked because I sure as hell am not going to go out and buy another pair of 42 size jeans again in my life. Never. I'm done. There is no looking back. The only direction is forward and those inches are going to keep coming off. Just like when you start a business, it's going to suck. I spoke with someone this morning, a really cool friend who is literally almost broke right now. But yet she continues to go forward and she keeps committing herself to things that cost money in order to accelerate her business even when she doesn't have the cash right now. Why? Because there is no backup plan. It just doesn't compute to someone who is just constantly looking ahead that the money's not going to be there. If you're thinking at all that the money's not going to be there to do sales, do marketing, produce your product, whatever it is, that's having a backup plan because now you're starting to think of contingencies, right? Your strategy should always be achieving that destination, conquering that hill, marching down that battlefield without moving back. No retreat. Now you might have to strategize for a bit and stop where you're at. I mean like stop dead in your tracks to reassess where you're at and you might need to make a different path forward. That's fine because you're still not losing ground. You know, all this one step back, two step forward thing. No, screw it. A failure is a step forward. A freaking failure is still taking a step forward. Why? Because you did it. You didn't not do it. You did it. Whether it's success or failure, you still did it and it's still moving forward. You can take education from anything that you do. You are still moving forward when there is no backup plan, no contingency, no plan B. You keep moving forward with no backup plan. So that's accepting where you're at, accepting the truth of where you're at. That's the first one. The second is losing negative people. The third is living healthy. The fourth is integrate. There is no work-life balance. Balance is freaking stupid. And the last one is no backup plan. If you didn't notice, that spells all in. That's okay because I've just been giving them to you, giving, them real, giving you real stories from my life on what's happened to me so that it hopefully helps it more relatable for you to understand that this is just how it is. I had someone ask me the other week, you know, how do you know so much? It's because I've done a lot of crap. That's really all it is. I've just been around longer than like a 21-year-old and have seen more stuff and have failed way many more times and I've succeeded. That's how I know what to do and even more importantly, what not to do and understanding that there is no option but continuing to move forward. You know, if any of this resonated with you today, you know, or pissed you off, whatever, you know. Rate me five stars. That would be amazing. I'm just straight up asking you to. And share this, please, because there's people in this world that can grab at least one thing out of this episode. We're in 28 countries now, maybe 29 at this point in time. But the last I was told about a month ago was 28 countries that all in with Rick Jordan is in, which is really amazing. You guys are wonderful. Everybody who listens, my mission is to bring you value every single week that I drop an episode. And when it gets to the point to where there's no more value, that just means that the show stops. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. Maybe it'll be rebranded at some point. I don't know. But there will always be things to say because life keeps happening. And I will always be upfront, 
give you the straight truth and give you the one thing every single week. Share this with somebody that you know needs it. Share it with 10 people. That's cool too. Rate and review on iTunes especially. That helps more people get the good word and receive the value in order to grow their lives and just move out of the pit where they're at and continue to move forward and to go all in in their life. See ya. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan and I approve this message.